Are you well? Welcome to the Response Podcast, the Christmas special. Gary, how excited are you for our Christmas special? Very more excited than I've ever been for anything. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, what's the what's the barometer there? Like, <laughs> ever. <laughs> well, all thirty-two enough. years. <laughs> oh wow! This is your first Christmas with Micah as well. Yeah. Well, he was kind of there last Christmas, but on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> At that point, we didn't know it was Micah. Yeah. It could have been... Michelle? Yeah. Yeah, that's what we had chosen. Was it? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's good that this is a Christmas special because I feel like we can just laugh even more. Yeah. Uh, than we usually do about the serious topic. So obviously, well, this is a very serious topic. Gary, what are we talking about this morning, this evening, whenever you're listening to this? You told me not to pretend that it was a Wednesday morning. Yeah, we're live. Yeah. Yeah, we're live. Are we live? Mm-hmm. We yeah. could do that. We could eventually. D- yeah, we could that do that. That might live. not go well, though. Live? Yeah. I think once we get the recording going, like, I don't really edit it at all. I just cut the start and cut but the end. But we need, like, a time delay. In case, you know, we'll have to put the brakes on at mm. some point. <laughs> Depends what the topic is, really. We'll probably need a time delay if we don't another relationships episode. Nah. Just go. I think, yeah. We'll get Rachel and Rebecca sat down and... Just sort it? Yeah. Okay. Just make them do it. Yeah? Yeah. We can maybe, well, I was going to say, if we ever do get a weekend this year... I hope so. We could do, like, a live... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Live yeah. relationships talk with Rachel and... Rebecca, of course, that would mean that. Well, Micah, like, can, Rachel can just come down for a morning with Micah. Yeah. Or, like, you know, they can come. Think so? I think so. Mm. Well, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> what's our topic this morning, Gary, in our Christmas special? Christmas. Mm, special. It's really special. <laughs> it happens every year. <laughs> yeah. What are your What are your highlights of Christmas? What's your What's your favorite thing about Christmas? Church, obviously, going to church. That's your... That's the best bit. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, okay. Now now we're getting down to the the crux of the thing. (laughs) The old Christmas dinner. (laughs) The old Christmas dinner, yeah. Been very lucky to have two great Christmas dinners in my... Already? No, no, oh, no, 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 like in my lifetime. Like, mum obviously made my Christmas dinners until I got married. And then Uh now Rebecca's mum makes my Christmas dinners. Do you not like do the alternate? No, our family, <clears throat> my my family on my side have real big plans for Boxing Day. Boxing Day night was always oh, our right, big, okay, big yeah. thing. So it's not very fair to be like, oh, we're going to do alternate Christmas days and then not do alternate Boxing Days. So we just, I think we do, did we last year go over to my mum and dad's for like an hour after church and then went to get Christmas dinner at Rebecca's mum and dad's, but Rebecca's working this Christmas dinner, this Christmas day. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we're going to late, uh, but we still get a Christmas dinner, and I will probably go to my mum and dad's and maybe get some leftover Christmas dinner. <laughs> the dream. Yeah, but church is a big, obviously, the, did you bring toys up whenever you were growing up? I don't ever remember doing that. Really? Mm, like, I remember going, like, to church on Christmas morning and stuff, but... Never bringing toys? Because in our, like, in our, the church I grew up in, we had... And midnight service on Christmas Eve. Oh, wow. So you got to stay up for that. And then when you were leaving 
church, it was Christmas morning. Oh, wow. So that counted, not count, not that you counted, but often that's what our Christmas morning was. At like a quarter past 12? Mm-hmm. What age were you when you stayed up for this? Oh, like I remember, like we were in primary school. Oh my word. We loved it. I couldn't and think of anything worse. I would be panicking, Santa wouldn't be coming the whole time. Well, we maybe did a wee bit, but then it was like, no, no, like your grand. But you mm. had to like, when you got into the house, you had to like run to your bedroom. My eyes you know, Casey was there, <laughs> or he had already been. <laughs> <laughs> my eyes would be hanging out of my skull like at that time. It probably would be right. Like if I were to do that this Christmas Eve, <laughs> I think I I don't think I would last. No, like it would have to. Like how long was the service? Like half an hour, forty five minutes. Forty five minutes, yeah. Until a quarter. It was to like one. a small church, and like we had like, yeah, like you had communion after midnight. My word, it was on, really nice on the wine, like at Christmas morning, of course, at half twelve. <laughs> My word. <laughs> and some like pr- one of my like fondest memories of Christmas ever was one year, like and we came out of church and it had started to snow. In the pitch black? Yeah. It was like it's snowing it's on death, Christmas morning. And it's ama- it was amazing. <laughs> this is like one part of me likes that idea. But I went to church on Christmas Eve last year. Did you? Uh-huh. Back to the old no, church? No, well, we went, they don't have it anymore, so we went to the one in Kiliman Parish. Like, just walked around the corner. My goodness me. I do love it because, I don't know, I just think there's something really nice. Like, you, you, come out of Christmas, you come out of church and it's Christmas morning and it's dark. And, like, if it's nice weather, obviously, like, you know, like, it's a starry night. Then you're a wee bit like, oh, is this what it was like, you know, on the oh, first yeah. Christmas morning? Do you know, mm-hmm. and like for me, like it kind of like I don't know. You never know. You never know, guy. Like there's a new regime coming into Duncan and Baptist next Christmas. I could put this idea. Forward, I really like. do love it. It, it. I think it's really special. I think the watch night services are always nice, like the New mm. Year ones. I don't think we do that here either. Sure, we don't. No. No, I think we were at my mum and dad's last Christmas or last New Year's. Was that two years? New Year's ago. Anyway. That, that actually sounds, yeah, wow. Then you would have had like carols by candlelight and stuff, you know, it was mm. very Christmas. I've heard of churches doing like Christmas Eve services at like eight or nine. Mm. Certainly know, not. A, filled in. Yeah, wow. Christmas Eve night into Christmas morning, Christmas day morning. Because you kind of like, I don't know, like sometimes like you come out of church and like you do like look up at the sky and you're like, oh, like the heavens were watching. On Christmas morning, yeah. to like the Christmas morning, and then would you then have a Christmas morning service on Christmas Day, like mm. Christmas, like at ten o'clock in the morning? Not in our church, but we like there was like three churches in the parish. Okay, so the one of the churches would have had a ten a.m. service. Okay, so like sometimes you would have went to it, sometimes you didn't. I suppose you've already had your as bad as it sounds. You've already <laughs> already ticked that box. Like trying so. really hard not to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, wow. So what would be your... So that... Well, that does sound amazing, to be fair. What would be your favourite thing about the Christmas story? Favourite character? Favourite event? Can't really do favourite event. Like, for yeah, if it's well. not the actual <laughs> birth of Christ, you know. Presents. <laughs> <laughs> really liked how one wise man brought frankincense. That is like the gold. <laughs> Give me gold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, let me rephrase the question. <laughs> no... Back to your question. Yeah. Um, 
I've always had a soft spot for the Shepherds. Mm. I think possibly because I grew up on a small farm in the middle of nowhere uh, okay. in Tyrone. Yeah. And I kind of think like... That could be you. Sort of. <laughs> oh, really? But also like, sort of like where I grew up, like like it's a, like a nowhere place. Yeah, okay. Do you know? Yeah. And then like I think it's obviously different now because of, we know the story of Christmas, but at that time, like the hills outside Bethlehem were nowhere. Yeah. Do you know? Well, Bethlehem in itself, you know, it's, it's, it's called, I can't remember exactly what it's called now. But Nazareth, you know, nothing good will mm. ever come out of Nazareth. Yeah. Bethlehem is where Nazareth was. Yeah. Um, Bethlehem, I can't remember what it means. It means like middle of nowhere or something stupid like that there. Like it's not important. Even mm. Micah says in his book, if you are watching the Advent series on our Facebook page that I address the kids, you'll realize what Micah says in chapter 5 verse 2 about how, you know, it'll come from Bethlehem. And uh-huh. people were like, no, it won't. Yeah. Bethlehem's a hole. <laughs> <laughs> but then I think as well, like, I love that the first people that God announced his good news yeah. to was the shepherds. And like you've yeah. kind of touched on shepherds as well with Moses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice and wonderful. And how, like, you know, shepherds were like plebs. <laughs> 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 and there they were, you know, like yeah. on the hillside and yeah. like the what the heavenly host of angels. Yeah. They got there first, like, didn't they? The yeah. wise men came like sort of two days or one, the next yeah. day or the day after. And I love that, like, because they're like, we're nobodies that. They didn't know enough to like yeah. overthink it. No, and just they went. just went straight for it. Yeah, yeah as opposed to like the you know the scribes and the chief priests would have been yeah tugging at their beards. Yeah, being like, oh, I don't know, does it really mean Bethlehem? Yeah. I don't know, like, does it really mean sun? Does it really mean child? Does it really mean baby? Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure about that. Yeah, yeah, fair. I uh, I said to you before we started recording that I was gonna what is it pin my tail to the mast. I feel like that's not a correct it's a saying. Clash of <laughs> <laughs> analogies, right there. Don't really know what the tail's got to do with anything, though. <laughs> Been my colours to the mast. Where did I get tail? Donkey. Mm. It's because Paul was mentioned a donkey before. Yeah, before he left. That's his fault. Yeah, yeah, fair, fair, fair. Yeah, I'm gonna. <clears throat> you obviously have written here in our schedule that we are very detailed about. Uh, who was your favourite character in the account of what we now call the Christmas story? And beside it where the notes usually go, it just says, Mary. That's good to know that you think I was in the Christmas story. <laughs> Were you not? <laughs> but my, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go uh I'm gonna go Herod. Without controversial. Yeah, well You could just leave that hanging. I could, but then I feel like I could be misinterpreted. <laughs> yeah, Herod, because again, I think, you know, he didn't once he saw that there was a challenge to his throne, you know, he understood the the implications of this king who was to be born. Mm. He maybe didn't understand that it was God, but whenever somebody came to him and was like, "Yeah, there's a king going to be born," he didn't he didn't stop. He didn't think, "Okay, well, it's just a child. You know, we can take care of this later." He understood the gravity and the magnitude of the situation. Now he did understand it in an, on an earthly term, but this was the first person who saw Jesus as a threat. Because mm. he knew how important Jesus yeah. was. Yeah. You know, this is a king going to be born. Okay, well, if a king is going to be born, I yeah. need to take this seriously. Mm. You know, through the first 30 years of Christ's life, he wasn't taken seriously. He, was, he knew yeah. people someone was a carpenter. You know, the wise men, okay, they brought gifts, but they probably didn't understand how amazing it, you know, they followed a star. The shepherds, I think you're right. You know, they had obviously been greeted by an angel. Mary had been greeted by an, mm. by an angel. Joseph had, a, had had a dream. 
Yeah. But even through the three years of Christ's ministry, nobody took Christ as seriously as what the shepherds and what potentially Herod did mm-hmm. in the first the first Christmas story. You know, the shepherds left their flock and went for him. Uh, Herod was so um, outraged that there could be another king that he went after him. Um, you know, for the three years of Christ's ministry, nobody nobody took him that seriously until eventually they put him to death on a cross. You know, the threat of uh, Herod's kingship being overthrown was enough for him. Uh, he recognized who Christ really was. And I think that's. I think if you watch the movie The Nativity, <laughs> you'll really get a good feel for. I really can't see it. Yeah, <laughs> from Herod's perspective. I blame I blame Rebecca for this. It's an awful film. She loves I've it. I've never watched it. Oh, it's great. It is great. Like somebody tells somebody like tries to <laughs> tell the, the nativity story from from the view of Herod in like a child's P six or seven nativity. <laughs> and he just really over dramatizes it. Dramatizes it. Dramatizes it. Hmm. Words. <laughs> So what other things, Gary, what other things do you like about Christmas? Your favourite carol? Do you have a favourite carol? Mm, I kind of like Oh Holy Night. Mm, yeah, it's nice, like. It's very nice. Yeah, we done a great version. Nathan did a great version of a song this Sunday morning, or last Sunday morning. Um, I knew I was going to forget the name of it as soon as I started <laughs> to mention it, but going to live stream, it's the last song we sing before communion, mm. and he done a real nice version of it. Um Ah, no, I can't do that now. <laughs> I was going to start singing it, but I can't even remember the words. Um, this is from the squalor of a... Yes! Oh, my word, yes! From the squalor of a lowly stable. Brilliant. How did you get that from That's those... what you were humming earlier. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was in my head. Um, I'm not very good at music. I'm really impressed of myself. That I'm, I'm from that out. pleased <laughs> as well. Rebecca, it took Rebecca like hours to get it. <laughs> Among those same four notes over and over again. Yeah, from the squalor of a... And I really appreciated the words because it's quite mm. a fast song sometimes mm-hmm. where like you just sort of neglect the last two lines. But Nathan's version was really, really nice to the point where Lynette asked if it's on Spotify. But it's not. Because I one, sometimes struggle with like the traditional carols yeah. and like yes they're very good but like yeah. they kind of like everybody's sung them before yeah. and they get sort of like hammered to death yeah it's hard for the, yeah their amazement of the words really mm. at times yeah do you yeah. have any any sort of like recurring traditions of Christmas you and Rachel not really not at all no you don't I like... put this question down for you yeah, well, we don't either. <laughs> we uh, we tried to start one last year. It was obviously our first Christmas. Um, to buy each other board games every Christmas so that, you know, on Christmas Day we can play them together. Okay. You're not doing that, Actually, right? I've just realized we do have one. Oh? You're allowed to open one present on Christmas Eve. Oh. See, Rebecca tried to put that forward as well, and I'm just not about that. No, I am. I think they do. She, Her granny always gets her pajamas for Christmas, and then you wear your... You open them on Christmas Eve and you wear your Christmas pajamas. Oh, yes, Ra- yes. Rachel does this for some <laughs> people with kids. You get a Christmas box for Christmas Eve. Okay. With Christmas pajamas and... Christmas know, Eve snacks. Feed of chocolate. <laughs> Interestingly, in the where the church I grew up in, one of our... You all wear pajamas through Christmas Eve service? Whenever they went home from the midnight service, they all opened their presents. Because it was Christmas morning. I understand that. Yeah. But it's wrong. We were all a bit horrified. Yeah, because Santa <laughs> didn't want to wake up the next morning. 
Yeah, why would you? It sort of spoils Christmas Day, doesn't it? Yeah. And then you've opened now up his all kids, your presents. To be fair, were grown ups at that stage, but that's what they did. Uh, I suppose so. It's not like they were, you know, sitting around like waiting to play with their train tracks or something. As in, like, how did Santa come while we were at church? Yeah, how did he? And how did he miss all your houses? So magical. He is so magical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't have we don't have any traditions at all. We try to start them. I just love Rebecca's stories of the Santa. The Santa efforts that her dad made. Oh, with like... The flower would, for the footprints and all. And yeah. He would make noises and all on the roof or something, wouldn't he? Real amazing. weird. Real, he loves it. Real strange because he only ever spends one day Christmas shopping. He goes into Belfast for a day and buys and all the Christmas presents. That would kill me. Do you think I could give him a list? <laughs> yeah, wow. Still a bit behind. Really? I think we're pretty much finished. Thanks to Rebecca and her... Boredom, I think. No, I couldn't hack that. I couldn't hack that. But anyway, Gary, obviously we've talked around Christmas for a while. Who knows how long this episode's going to be. <laughs> we've talked around Christmas. We've talked about our favourite parts of the Christmas story. But what is what is the whole, any biblical, well, we always end with any biblical wisdom on a topic. What is the biblical wisdom of Christmas? What is the whole, the whole point, the whole shebang? The baby Jesus in the manger. Yeah. Hope for all generations. Yeah beginning of the story of the gospel yeah yeah and i yeah. suppose that's what we that is the whole point of christmas like as much as we try to hammer it home every year blah 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 you know it's it's it is sometimes hard to to see that but that's what christmas is all about the hope mm. you said it there the hope for for all future generations to yeah. come to come to christ i think for the family service in december we looked at uh, john one which is a very classic christmas text mm. you know the the word became flesh and dwelt among us. Yeah. And how he, how John talks about how the word was God. Yeah. I just find that I think every time once you, you once you're once you're preaching on it, you have to give it a wee bit more of a consideration, you know what I mean? I think it's handy to listen. And and you can take it in, you can be like, Yeah, that is amazing. But whenever you're you're sitting down and you're actually thinking about that, like it is insane. <laughs> it is ridiculous. There's no other religion where no. <laughs> where God became man. There's no other there's no other worldview where it was like, oh, the most powerful being stepped down, humbled himself and became mm. nothing in comparison yeah. to what he is. You know, I, th- I was reading something about, you know, like Muhammad, Buddha. Well, is there another one? There probably is another one. Muhammad and Buddha, you know, nobody would ever claim that they were God. In fact, it's, it's a disgrace in their religions if you were to claim that they were God. I had to put yourself on a par with... Yeah, with, with the Almighty. Yeah. Uh, and yet in our... In, in the faith, in what we believe, and in what actually happened, uh, God became man, mm. which is just astounding when you think about it. Mm. But of course, Chris, a, this is a heavy pause. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. For thought. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I think as well, yes, okay, like we've talked about all the things you like about Christmas, yeah. but. You know, if you focus on all of the other, you know, stuff that comes with it, mm. I think people kind of feel that pressure to have the perfect family yeah. Christmas. And yeah. it should be this and this yeah. and this and this. Mm-hmm. Um, but the reality is actually different. Yeah. I don't think there's anybody really does have a perfect Christmas. And yeah. there's lots of reasons for that Yeah, um, in all of our families. Yeah. Um, but if that's what you sort of focus on as being the important bit of Christmas, then yeah. you're missing yeah. 
sort of the real the real hope of the message that we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, whenever we were maybe a couple of years ago, there was a real sort of push on Instagram to like take pictures of all the presents you got and like thank your mum and dad and all for what they had given you and also thank Santa for what he had given you on Instagram and you people were taking like pictures of you know, whatever. Rooms like. full of presents. Yeah. And Which is just like, ridiculous. <laughs> really annoys me. Yeah. You know, very frustrating and and that's not, if that is what you were to judge your Christmas on, mm. the success of, you know, we have a happy family, we have perfect presents, perfect gifts, you miss so much. You're putting such an amount of weight on what you receive and what your Christmas looks like. But that's not what Christmas no. will look like for all of us. It will be, as you've said, will be difficult for some. You know, a first Christmas maybe without somebody or you know, a Christmas maybe sharing homes yeah. or... You know, your family you know, doesn't all come together for Christmas yeah. or and, dinner. Yeah, and that's the way it'll be as well. Now that the the coronavirus is here, mm-hmm. you know, we can only be three households, <laughs> you know. Um, and and even for myself, you know, Rebecca's working the second half of Christmas. That will be it'll be tricky enough, like you know. Yeah. Um, but if I were to put all my weight, all of our expectations on traditions, you know, of yeah. a board game or pajamas, <laughs> <laughs> and you know that was to that was to mess or to skip a year, you know, you'd be devastated. You would be, mm-hmm. but. It's good to know that this holiday is not just about uh, giving people things, receiving things. In fact, it's not about that at all. It is about how God sent his son into the world. Uh, Gary, you have a Bible verse there just at the end of the notes. Yeah. Do you want to read that out for us? Yeah, Philippians chapter 4. <clears throat> and obviously just in light of what we've been talking about, you yeah. know, like if, if you do have things that you're struggling with, um, but it says here, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all that he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. I just can't remember where I got that from, but I love it. <laughs> Reading it again. <laughs> Looks to me like you got it from Philippians 4, verses 6 to 7. Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> As opposed to a Charles Dickens <laughs> novel. <laughs> it was the night before Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, I think, that's a, I think that's a lovely verse. You know, and uh, you've said before about how, or we have mentioned before, you know, um, even though there may be difficulties this Christmas, even though it may just be really want like our young people to remember yeah. that. Yeah. To know. Yeah. And like we're not all off having our perfect Christmas with our yeah. families, do you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's just not what it is. No. No. You know what, Gary, we will leave it there. Uh we'll wish our young people a Merry Christmas. Yeah. We'll see them this Friday for one eighty. Yeah. Um don't even think it's, it's not a Christmas party, like we're still knee deep yeah. in Moses. Christmas parties are banned. Hmm. I yeah. just want to hear more about the plagues. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if we're going that deep into the plagues, to be honest with you. We did run over our time on Friday, unfortunately, due to foreseen circumstances. Foreseen circumstances being that I run over my time regularly. Um, as this podcast proves. So, Merry <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas to all the listeners. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Looking forward to next year. Yeah. And we'll see you then. Response.